Hey everyone, welcome back to my Blacadian universe. Today we are going to talk about hair. As promised, let's talk about some black hair. So, uh, one of the things that um, comes a lot up a lot in my thinking of being a black woman in North American society is uh, black hair. I've studied the history of black hair. I love uh, anytime something comes up in the media or about black hair, it's fascinating to me. It's a fascinating topic. And uh, so those of you who don't know uh, much about black hair, you know, black hair is just like uh, white hair, anybody else's hair. It comes in a variety of uh, textures and shapes and not one person's hair is created equal you've seen one person's hair it doesn't mean that it's growing out of my head either um, it's you know classified in different uh, textures uh, like 3c 4c google it uh, you'll learn a lot <laughs> so what made me think about talking about this today is literally some random Jamaican dude sees me walking down the street and stops me and wants to talk about my hair. First of all, F you. Uh, you don't talk about a black woman's hair. Uh, just because you're Jamaican doesn't give you a pass. Um, but anyways, I ended up having like a 20 minute conversation on the street with this dude because I was, um, so I think I mentioned that I have natural black hair. I, you know, don't chemically process my hair. And so I, you know, had sported a little, um, I had my hair slicked back and I was wearing a extension ponytail piece because frankly, I was going out with some girlfriends that night and I wanted to be a little extra. So I had this huge, long, you know, 20 inch ponytail attached to my natural hair. And it was um, like a kinky texture similar to, you know, my own hair so he stops me and he's like is that your hair and I was like no it ain't mine I bought it makes it mine but I was like yeah I knew where he's going and I was like nope and then he goes into this whole history with me about how you know uh, it's my crown which I'm well versed in and well aware of and I was like look I understand the history behind it but you know what I'm a girl, woman, I want to have some fun, you know, leave me the F alone. And I said, it doesn't mean I hate myself. It doesn't mean I hate my hair. Um, it just means that I think this is cute. It's no different for me than putting on a dress, um, putting on some makeup or anything like that. It's just an accessory. It's like a purse. It's like getting my nails done. And he was actually surprised by this he had never considered it and so um he was just like oh well okay and then, <laughs> uh i was glad that i was able to educate him because i think he was under the impression walking around here that every black woman that was wearing uh weaves or you know relaxing their hair whatever their case may be had a deep rooted hatred of um, themselves or you know being black or whatever the case may be 
And I could tell that because I knew um, the history, you know, some of the biblical verses he was talking about with, uh, you know, your glory and the crown and, you know, understanding the history behind relaxed hair, he was impressed that I clearly uh, didn't just throw this on and, you know, had some deep rooted shame. I knew what I was talking about so I could stand up there. And then we actually started talking about uh, Jamaica and other kinds of things. It was really funny. Uh, He's a nice guy. So, uh, (laughs) but, and then I thought to myself, is this the message that I'm sending to the world when I wear a weave? Um, Is, am I sending a message of self-loathing? And more importantly, am I sending that message to white people? Am I saying that I want to somehow be less black when I put... Um, some extensions in my hair. And that really bothered me. If a black man is thinking that black women are hating themselves for putting this weave in their hair, what must white people think? Is it a, you know, a victory for them to see this? So the message that I'm sending to the world is very important to me. It's important to me. um, I understand, um, as minorities do, that when you're in the world, in a white um, world, I've talked about working in predominantly white spaces, going to school in predominantly white spaces, growing up in predominantly white uh, spaces as well, that you are sort of a representative of your race. And um, I'm a representative of black women because I know that a lot of people uh, will not encounter a black woman at any other time in their lives except for me. Uh, And so I take that responsibility seriously. Should I? Is it fair? Absolutely not. But it's something that I have to wear um, because that's just, you know, the space I'm currently in. So I, I try and understand that responsibility that I have. Um, so it was deeply disturbing to me that someone would look at me and think that I was trying to be less black to be in this white space. And, um, that is not (laughs) at all the case. Um, and so, you know, just, I try and be, you know, I'm black and I'm proud. And I think that's um, something that uh, I try and emulate every day. And um, I, uh, I wanted to make sure that when I, you know, choose to wear my hair in uh, protective styles uh, such as with a weave or if I'm you know wearing some fun extensions that um, I'm still sending the message that I'm proud of who I am Uh, and the other thing is that I am I think I've talked about this as well before that I'm both black and Canadian hence blackadian so I do have you know what some people would think would be uh, stereotypically white tendencies because I was born in Canada, I grew up in Canada, um, you know, to immigrant parents. Uh, So I also have, you know, Caribbean culture. 
and things as well so you know there is a mix there's a mashup and that's okay I don't have to choose one or the other and um, you know uh, my having wearing extensions to me has always been not a, a thing about being more white it's actually uh, to me uh, being black like wearing extensions um, until very recently um, outside of like stage performers you know day-to-day white people are just getting into the weaving world whereas you know back to like Egyptian times like uh, they would wear you know wigs as a sign of wealth and it's just you know steeped in black culture like braiding extensions and it's uh, um, you know uh, contrary to I think stereotypically beliefs I think people think that you know afros and you know black hair is actually very tough and strong and it's actually very delicate hence the idea of you know braiding for protection to uh, protect your delicate hair Um, so I always never thought of it it just sort of you know I never thought oh someone thinks uh, oh I'm wearing this you know weave uh, because I want to be white I'm like nope I just need to take care of my hair or I'm just trying to, you know, have a different fun look with zero consequences. It's actually pretty convenient or I just, you know, it's just to me like putting on a dress and having some fun. It's just a different look. So um, I felt confident after anxiously probing my feelings uh, that... um, I was still sending the message that I was a confident, strong, proud black woman with these things. And so um, I know that there is a lot of controversy, I think, around this in the black community when black women choose to relax their hair. You know, people are sort of looking down on them um, about sort of, you know, that. And I think, you know what? Meh to each his own as long as you love yourself and you're doing something that makes you feel good then do it if you want to relax your hair then relax it um i think it doesn't need to be a political statement i think that there's enough politics around black hair as well just let someone be who they want to be um and you know there's sort of like you know the whole you know black power movement and you know it was sort of uh a statement when you wore an afro you know back in like you know the 70s it meant that it did mean something about your political statement I'm not entirely sure if uh, the same holds true for today I think that there are lots of people that relax their hair that are still you know very um, supportive and powerful and influential in the black community and um, I don't think we should try and sort of take a personal choice away from them um so i think that's important and um i i understand you know for me personally not relaxing my hair i think it it was something about you know chemicals and you know i also understood the political significance of it as well and i'll be honest sometimes when i'm going into Um, a predominantly white space if I'm presenting somewhere um, in my job and my professional life um, I sometimes choose to wear an afro because 
my hair, uh, you know, more fluffed up and, you know, I wouldn't necessarily call what I have going on like a fro. It could not support a pick, uh, much to my dismay. But, you know, I choose to go a little bit more relaxed with it because I kind of want to shake things up, all right? I want to show that, look at this woman, you know, here I am in my natural, you know, little shocking some people here and be like, whoa, this woman is capable, she's confident, she's intelligent, and look at that hair, she is a fly. Oh, I'm sort of dating myself there, but yeah, fly. And, um, you know, I always think of um, that comedian, I think uh, it was Paul Mooney when he just says in like that Chris Rock documentary about good hair, he was just saying, when your hair is relaxed, white people are relaxed. When your hair is nappy, they are not happy. So I <laughs> I want to maybe make people a little unhappy, you know, um, to just maybe, maybe get them to question some of their ideals about, you know, who I am and what I'm doing. So I, go, I do have that in the back of my mind sometimes. I, I do use my hair um, a little politically, I have to admit, um, as well. So, um, but yeah, I definitely, no judgment there for relaxing. If you want to have your weave on, get your weave on. If you want to relax your hair, do it. If you're natural and proud, also very cool. I just think that, uh, you know, it doesn't necessarily have to be tied to a political statement. But all that's important is black women loving themselves, self-love, just, you know, do what makes you feel good. We get a lot of negative messaging um, about who we are. Um, and anything you can do to make yourself feel good, make yourself feel happy um, when it comes to your body, when it comes to your hair, then absolutely do it. And uh, my last little public service announcement, announcement is do not talk up to a black woman about if their hair or not is real, even if you're black. You don't need to talk about it. That man is very lucky that I am who I am because I think another woman would have slapped him. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thanks for listening.